Do you want to be able to build and grow your business online? Well, stay tuned as our guest today has some really interesting tips, advice, and so much more. Welcome to Let's Get Social with me, Philip Twyford, the Curly Marketer, Social Media Strategist and Management. And me, Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, your social media personal trainer. So if you're confused about social media or not sure what channels to use, well, we've got you covered on Let's Get Social. And it's Friday. And Yay! Yeah. I can't believe it, Emer. Yeah, you're trying to jump in there on my, my limelight. You really get a few words to speak on this show, you know. Come on. Go on, Come listen. On. You're going to like this one. Do you know what today is, Emer? Yes, I know it's Friday. I want to wish you a very happy chocolate-covered nut day. Really? Is yeah. it? Yeah, I'm breaking out the Snickers bar today. Yeah, well, yeah. according to days of the daysoftheweek.com or daysoftheyear.com, I always get those mixed up. Um, days yeah, of the year. Days of the year. Well, today is Happy Chocolate Covered Nut Day. Well, uh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm just going to say thank Crunchy. It's Friday. Yeah. yeah you like, you like no. Crunchy. Yeah, yeah. I'll take any chocolate, but um, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to be good. Lent's coming up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, so, you know. will be giving up the chocolate, huh? Well, I might be giving up something else, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, listen, Emer, I know... <laughs> I know in our last show, you were telling us all about your 100 days of walking. And, you know, as you're as you're continuing on on that 100 days of walking challenge, any discoveries that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yep, I do indeed. And I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth in. Emer's experiences, the good, the bad and the ugly tips, updates and more. Uh, and no chocolate required on this, oh. but I think we need a drum roll. Truth or dare? Can you handle the truth, Mr. T? Dare me to share? Well, you have me hooked. I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Tuesday, that's just a couple of days ago. It feels like it's just come from Tuesday to Friday already. Yeah. Um, do you know a person called Donald Trump? By any chance. Rings a bell. Ding, okay. Ding. Does ring a bell. Yeah. <laughs> well, his media group released the Truth Social iOS app there in the US. Yeah. Wow. Can you believe that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the biggest surprise to me is that it sits at the number one spot for free in downloads in the Apple App Store, but right. no one can get in. Wow. So I headed over to www.truthsocial.com to join the waiting list. So I added my name and my email address and I agreed to its terms of service and to receive emails and to subscribe. You can jump out of subscriptions at any time, it says. And I tell you, I went to go and sign up and it goes to a 405, not allowed. I wonder, mm. is Mr. Trump trying to tell us something? Is right. that a bit nuts or what? Like, you know, um, yeah. an error page and then nothing. Yeah. So I went and just thought I'd check. I, um, I like to look up TechCrunch and um, they have a few screenshots of what your profile looks like. It's a bit like Twitter. And instead of tweets, they call them truths. Truths. Yeah. And right. if you want to share something, then you retruth it. So will you follow the truth, Mr. T? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. Uh, did TechCrunch think- get the screenshots? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, they got preferential treatment for Mr. Yeah, T. yeah, but then they complained about they Every time they went to go to the next stage, they, get a, they got binged out of it and all. Right. Uh, go mm. check out. It's a really interesting article. Interesting. So um, I'm wondering, is Mr. Trump trying to make social media great again? 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is the beginning of the end, I think, then, if that happens, you know. so um, Yeah. Well, you, know, you can't go on any other social platforms. So you probably thought. Yeah. Make his own. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, it's interesting. So, that's uh, like it's interesting that obviously it's it's number one on free downloads. You know, mm. it's obviously garnered that much either um, people really wanting to engage or just purely curious to to see. Yeah, I know, I know. So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that to the fore, and you know, well, give thank you for that. Of- uh, well, well, you know, thank you for that. <laughs> you know, and actually moving on from that nutty story, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, here's the real truth for you because it's now time for your favourite part of the show every Friday. Do you really want the truth on that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Go on. I dare oh, you to share. <laughs> yes, of course. Driving you nuts, and probably our listeners every week, it is, of course. Red alert! Red alert! The digital giggle. So I went into the archives. You know, I wanted to find something that was kind of marketing, sales related, since we'd be probably talking a bit about that today. So, Emer. Do you know how the metal recycling company has done so well each month generating lots of sales? Silence. No, I don't. Go ahead. (laughs) Their secret is they use a lead magnet. Oh, my My God. God. Where did you get that from? You know, Um, all I have to say is that was a bit nuts. Um, And yeah, that's the truth. That that is the truth. (laughs) (laughs) If you find today's digital giggle anyway engaging and would love more of them, you are in luck. You can catch Philip's previous jokes and indeed our other shows by hopping on to the Let's Get Social podcast on Podbeam, iTunes, Spotify and the Dublin South FM website. So as I always say, truthfully, Speed through the first three minutes and you'll be grand. And as I always say, these are like a caramello. These are velvety and gold. So please use them. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, listen, we better move on because our guest will probably up and leave when she realizes what she's let herself in for with all this nonsense. So we are delighted today to be joined by Anita Wong. And Anita is a digital visibility strategist a tech queen who will save you from wasting any more time or money trying to work out how to use social media channels for yourself. So without further ado, we're very delighted to welcome to Let's Get Social, Anita Wong. Hello, and thank you so much for having me on today. It's fab to have you on the show, Anita. It's trying to get people to come on and be brave enough to take on the digital giggler, you know? (laughs) And as you're very much into making the most of your time, do you think Philip's been wasting his time? (laughs) No, I just think it's quite a good joke, the lead magnet. There you go. You can use that in your next new business presentation, Anita. You have my blessing. You know, and Don't do that. She might actually lose <laughs> she followers. She might lose followers. <laughs> Anita, it is great to have you, though, with us. Just for our listeners and the, the business community who follow us here on Let's Get Social, would you tell us and them a bit about yourself, your business, and your journey to getting where you are now? So, like you said, my name's Anita, and I'm based in the UK, and I used to be an ICU nurse when I first left school. And then when I had my children, I um, decided to do something different, which is what a lot of people do as they get older or they leave the corporate because they just want to stay around and do their own thing. So that's sort of where my journey started. And I think my love of tech and all things practical probably came from my nursing because I actually went into an area in nursing that is quite technical with with all the machines in the ICU area. 
And then I've just gradually found that I love to teach people how to use the tools that they need to be visible. Mm. And that's sort of where my journey's sort of taken me up until this point, really, where I'm empowering people to use those tools and make their journey a little bit easier and a little bit less overwhelming and, and fill them with a bit more confidence. It's quite a pivot shift, really, because I know we are currently, we're all talking about it, you know, with the, the big resignation, as they're calling us, worldwide, I think kind of, I suppose, exacerbated and maybe speeded up by COVID, et cetera, and people now looking for work-life balance. To go from important, critical job, you know, kind of an ICU nurse to a totally different, was that something that you sort of, you had planned or did it just sort of happened um because just because it's such a two very dramatic different mm. I suppose I think it just it happened over time I'm yeah. I have four children and two of them are twins so oh god you fourth, are busy <laughs> my third and fourth identical twins so it was like okay oh. let's just double up without knowing so that I'm was bowing fun. down to you now, Anita. That, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Bow, yeah. Bow down respect there. So. I, <laughs> well, I, I got as far as three and I thought that three is the magic number. No more. <laughs> three was supposed to be my magic number, but uh, <laughs> somebody else had ideas that were like, you know, so I only have three pregnancies, so I can yeah. match wow. you on that one. Yeah. Um, I think because my husband's a doctor, so a doctor-nurse romance, and then it was something that I could do at home. Yeah. where I could be around and I could work my hours around what I did. And I liked the practical side of being online. So I, I went back to college, went back with all the six formers and did a certificate in web design and then did some social media marketing courses. And that sort of mm. really sort of sprung me into the area of doing what I do. And gradually it's become more aware for, for me that mm-hmm. I, the way I explain things online is how people understand it more. I have to say you have a great YouTube channel. I mean, you really do the practical end of things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a qualified trainer and I believe adults learn by doing where children just are like sponges and they absorb it in and they just go where we're maybe a little bit more. I have to check that out again, you know, and I just want to make sure that's right. I think it's if you have practically focused like what you do in the videos and stuff like that. It, I really do think that's a skill not everybody can get across. So everyone go check out Anita's YouTube. Yeah, please do. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get it up to 5,000 subscribers this year. So I'm a, I'm, Fantastic. I'm just a few hundred short. So it'd be great to get a few more. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, 2022, we're all hopefully unlocked now. You know, mm. there seems to be more mm. next week. There is a possibility of masks now not being necessary going into retail mm. outlets and whatever else. So there's a bit of a an air of positivity, maybe. Could you maybe give people the feeling that it's all been focused so far? Again, you are online, but sometimes people then get very complacent and, and then they lose confidence in what they are trying to sell online. Would you have maybe any pointers regarding how to do it with social media a little more fresher in a sense, you know, that because sometimes you do lose, you know, you're going, oh, this, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And then you lose ideas or direction. I think video is, of course, going to be the main element and, mm-hmm. and an entertainment twist to it as well, because that's what all the social channels are looking for. Don't tell me you have to get up and do reels like Philip does, you know, with tell her her she has to get up and do a reel. (laughs) Well, you do, but you don't have to dance. You know, that's the the big 
misconception <laughs> that you, you do not have to dance to do a reel. So, you know. Give us an example that you would use if you didn't have to get up and dance. Because they see, that's the thing that's putting me off getting up and doing reels is getting up and doing. He gets these, he does all these high kicks and, <laughs> and sunglasses and, and uh, air guitars. And I'm just going, no, that's not uh, me. No, I don't like doing that either. I think. <laughs> That's fine. I'll do it on my own. <laughs> I can't. I can't um, mimic very well to the. You know, like you can get the audios where you have to sort of. Oh like yeah. Bath it. I can't do stuff. that very well. So it's like uh, mm. some ways of using video where you're not on camera would be the ways that you can entwine that into reels. So you could do videos of the equipment that you use, or mm. whether you're say like if you're cooking in the kitchen, you mm. can do quick photographs of you doing cooking so you can actually mm-hmm. put photographs into reels and make them into a video there's all those sorts of things that you can do so practically wise you know point the camera at what you're doing if you've got a little tripod hang it on the tripod you can get these really nifty little bluetooth stops and start buttons and also reels has has a timer as well you can have a three second wait or a 10 second wait mm-hmm. so you can actually press the button and then sort of get i think it have to be a button. 60 minute wait for me <laughs> video is the way to go but I know that some people don't like video they don't like the way they think their voice sounds they don't like the way they look and you know there's a lot of self-criticism that comes into Mm. using video so there's lots of different ways to obviously build your confidence up with that but also just think a little bit outside the box and go okay I don't need to be on camera I can actually like you're doing now, record your voice and then put like a background over the top of it or mm. some other images and things like that. So that's the sort of thing that I would say. Yeah, especially if you feel like you're going to be like a rabbit in the headlights, you know, um, and you're mm. going, oh, God, no, I sound like a newsreader or or school principal. You know, it's yeah. trying to get that sort of happy medium a bit. like, Philip, what, you know, when you started doing videos, I mean, would you say that you got it right at the start or did you? Oh, like, geez, I look back at some of my pretty because I mean, we'll talk about YouTube, Anita, because I mm. I'm so, I've sort of got back into YouTube and I, I'm at a very small subscriber base, which is fine because I really just kind of I, I dipped in and dipped out and you really need consistency on YouTube, mm. et cetera. But I look back at some of my my first videos and like I would shoot them like on my my stairs in the hall. Welcome yeah. today's tip, you know, and and I remember one of our previous guests, um, Mike Kabula, was was saying to me, you know, hey Philip, love the video, but will you turn the phone around landscape? <laughs> I, I was shooting them like as if like I was going to going, oh, that's a good idea, you know, and um, and not knowing anything really about thumbnails or, mm. but yeah, it's just it's just like just like you said, Anita Neymar, you know, I, I think it is practice in just getting on Mm. like like when it comes to reels like i must admit i do find trying to create an instagram reel difficult within the real functionality of 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 instagram so what i do is i actually will make my my video with a video app on my phone Mm -hmm. and then upload that essentially with the animations so that it's easier because especially with the text and little text animations I just can't seem to get the timing right where I can do it in my own mm-hmm. app video editor, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like I know we had, um, I don't know if you've ever come across him, Anita, um, um, Ali Mirza. Remember Ali Mirza we had yeah. on the show? He, yeah. he does an interesting type of reel because he's a similar scenario, but he doesn't speak on the camera, but he just uh, 
you see him and he's pointing to interesting websites yeah. or tips. And he, exactly as you were saying, Anita, he's showing, um, say, how to make an ebook for free or here's a, a content website creator. And they're very quick, but he's just him pointing. Yeah, he website. just points. <laughs> yeah, and and there's no dancing or singing or no. even him speaking. You know, so so I think you're you're spot on, Anita. I think I think it's just some if business can kind of think outside the box and not mm. feel that they can only because yeah, like I suppose you find your flow, don't you? That's you do. That's what you do. Yeah. You find what you're comfortable doing, and mm-hmm. then yeah. you just keep doing that. And if your audience connects with it, mm. then you're on a into a win-win situation. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Um, like I suppose, when it comes to social media and trying to generate leads, etc., or getting into your your sales funnel and all this kind of stuff, like like we see it, myself and Emer, I'm sure you've seen it as well. That sometimes people kind of see social media and they just go straight into sales mode without kind of looking at the whole relationship build or the engagement process or just trying to understand that people are only getting to maybe know your brand or or business and want to see what you're doing, how you're actually relevant to them. Um, like when you, you're looking at, say, social for business generation, what would you kind of maybe say to businesses as to how to use social to maybe start that process and maybe slow down maybe losing leads if that makes sense Mm. well I think it's a mixture of sort of 80% value actually Mm. and then 20% around that number for selling and I think if you what 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 you want to aim for with social media is actually to just attract the people who connect with you rather than you pushing stuff out all the time so regarding the funnel I think you, you you just need to work out, really, you need to work out who you're talking to first, you know, like who is your audience? Who do you want to buy your products or your services or your courses mm. and work backwards from there? So yeah. if, if that if those people are, say, the likes that would be more on LinkedIn, then that's where you would want to concentrate your efforts. Mm-hmm. If they're more sort of family orientated with lots of, you know then maybe it's Facebook and Instagram where you know a lot of different yeah. groups exist so that people hang out and mm. and I think that's that's important first of all is to decide where you want to put your effort into growing your audience and then from that start to spend a lot of time trying to connect with the audience by sharing lots of value create what's like the lead magnet create that piece of value that you can give to people so that they can actually start to be drawn towards you so then if they're drawn to that piece of value that you're offering they're more likely to be your ideal audience and that will help you to stop losing leads because if you're attracting people who aren't really interested in your service they're not going to convert into a lead even if you have a call with them if they're not if they're not really wanting what you offer then it's very difficult to sort of keep those those leads coming in so it's really crucial that you that you look at who you want to to work with or who wants to buy your product and then you know concentrate on actually nurturing that relationship with those types of audience yeah it's a bit like you you know they say you you walk into a room and you will not talk to everybody you have to be strategic yeah otherwise you you might as well have just stayed at home 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, 100%. Um, like, I think a lot of business, and you may, and it'd be good to get your view on this, Anita, because you probably see this with clients and stuff, but um, a lot of businesses kind of, if they don't see social working straight away, um, they kind of go, oh, it's not working. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yet when they, if you ask them or you try and get them to drill down, they don't really know who their target buyer is or who actually are we trying to speak to. And mm-hmm. they, they don't look at their analytics and they don't see that, well, we're actually attracting this age group or this demographic, but we're not even talking to them at all. Mm-hmm. Yet maybe they are our audience. You know, would, would that be a fair, a fair point to, to say? Yeah, I think so. And and I think one of the biggest things that I see people don't have is actually they don't have a funnel to mm. actually capture the leads in the first place. So they're, yeah. they're making or well, they're taking all the time to, to actually try to nurture and engage and go on social media. But actually, they don't have a way of removing that lead from social media into an area where they can actually interact with them on a more personal level. Mm. And, and that, you know, really should be going into your email marketing so that you can actually speak to them in their inbox and also for for an example getting them onto a discovery call or moving them into a community like mm. a facebook group or something like that where you can actually have a bit more of a one-to-one interaction with them yeah. mm-hmm. you know i think that's probably one of the biggest things that stops people that's why they give up because they don't have that mechanism to actually group their audience together mm. So it's like, you know, you need to attract people with something that's of value. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like, as you say, an ebook or, you know, come to our webinar, um, you know, uh, something that will give them the feeling that, you know, you're you've got something to say that will interest them. It's going to help them, you know, and then to try and say to them, look, you know, if you like this, I can send you out more um, information um, and then try and pull them in that way. Uh, And I I think that can work for B2B and B2C. Yeah, I think so. Because B2C would be the likes of, you know, subscribe to my newsletter and you get off your first delivery or, Mm subscribe to my newsletter and you'll be the first to hear of the sale or they get exclusive, you know, a couple of days before it goes Mm. on the general sale, they get access to the offers and things like that. So definitely would work for B2B and B2C, most definitely. Yeah. Um, And I know there's such an effort, you know, emphasis. So I want to get uh, more followers, you know, the way Philip you'd have Mm. with more followers um, and subscribers. And I say to that people, that I work with and say, that's all well and good, but doesn't mean they're going to convert. Um, you can have as many followers and their vanity metrics mm. doesn't mean that they're going to go down the next stage with you. And then, you know, want to, as you say, yeah. book a call or come into the store or whatever it is. Have you any kind of one or two tips on how you could convert them into buyers? Maybe. Well, I think you have to, you have to almost um, flood them with value. So mm-hmm. that they actually see how much that you know about. So you actually raise yourself up so that you do become like, oh, you know, they know exactly what they're talking about. So if I want to do do mm. that, then I, I do need to have a conversation with them and, mm-hmm. and work with them. I think that's the probably one of the biggest things. I think a lot of people are afraid of giving too much away for free online because they think that yeah. they, people wouldn't work with them. But what 
what people, especially in the service area, what people really want is that organisation. Like mm-hmm. They want you, they work with you to get you to help them organise everything and yeah. put it into order so that they can actually achieve what they set out to achieve. You can Google anything, but you don't get it in the order that you want it in. That's so um, true, especially like if you go onto YouTube, say, for example, and you're looking up how to bake a cake, Philip, yeah? Um, every show in user, we get this cake reference. I need more content. Well, cake. everybody loves cake, you know, so I have to sort of, you know, um, it's a long story, you know, but anyway, um, but you would go in there and then you go, oh, I don't like that kind of recipe and I'll go and look at something yeah. else. And before you know it, you would have been quicker going down to the shop and buying the cake mm. than baking it, you know, because it's taken you all day to figure out what, you know, video works for you, you know, um, because there's so many different variations in how to bake a cake, you know. Um, And so, as you were saying, is by getting people down the path to build up that loyalty and interest and trust, because when people get to know, like, and trust you, they're more likely to buy from you. um, That's probably where you're going to say, I'm going to save you time. I'm going to give you the steps to really help improve things for your business. Um, I, you know, I think that's very powerful because then people go, do you know what? I'm investing in something that's going to save me time. I'm going to be able to do run my business better. I want to spend less time maybe on social media or whatever other professional service you're looking for. Um, And okay, as I said, it's cheaper to go, as I say, and go on YouTube, but you'd spend all day, all week or all month looking for the, for an answer to something you could do in an hour with you, Anita, say. Yeah, it's it's true. And a, and a lot of, you know, we're going to get into YouTube, but a lot of YouTube mm. creators are creating videos, number one, obviously, to give value, but number two, yeah. to to make the most of being a YouTuber as well, because when Mm. you hit a certain threshold in YouTube, their partner program is really good. Mm -hmm. And with that in mind, a lot of creators create video that will help them in that YouTube journey. So that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily creating them for the viewer. Mm -hmm. And whereas if you then work with that person, they'll create a strategy which will help you specifically. And I think that's, that's why, you know, working with somebody or going into a program where you actually have access to say the videos that haven't been created just to help with the algorithm, you know, that they're Mm. specific for you will, will really, you know, will really save you time, time, money and, and headaches and heartaches because you can get lost in YouTube and you can look at so many different videos. You know, my husband during the lockdown got into bread making and I just spent hours looking at, soda bread oh he's so on my wavelength (laughs) but you know he just spent hours doing it and he'd try this recipe out no it doesn't work and then he'd spend a couple more hours looking at oh no this one and I was like why don't you just reach out to somebody and ask them like to give you a lesson no 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 you know so it's that mentality that oh I can get it quicker on you know looking at social so I think it's really important to do that as a as a business owner to be present on a platform and give value but what you what you always have to have in mind is that you know you're giving all that value away which is great because when that connects with somebody they're going to reach out to you and they're going to say I want you to help me mm-hmm. and that's when you you make that conversion yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
No, I think sense. sometimes, yeah, I was going to say, Philip, it's a bit like, you know, one of the previous shows we were talking about, you know, before and afters, you know, and, mm, and somebody yeah. puts up like gardens, you know, um, and you go, oh, I so want that garden. And those guys know what they're doing. And that mm. that garden before was awful. And now it's amazing, yeah. um, you know, uh, and they will reach out. So, again, mm. it's, you know, the content you're putting out, does it resonate with the people? Yeah. And that's what you've got to, as you say, you've got to be able to say, who am I talking to and who do I want to attract? Yeah. hundred percent. Like I suppose, you know, if you have any sort of experience of doing say Facebook ads, you know, that whole interest targeting, demographic mm. targeting, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a great, it's a great way to actually really drill down into your audience beyond mm. male, female, 18 to 65 lives here. You know, when you go down to into interests and stuff, and really drive. Mm. Um, so it, it's always good for for business to really understand who they're targeting and what yeah. are their needs, what are their wants, and how can the uh, the businesses can actually align. Um, like we touched on it at the uh, at the start, Anita, that you know, video year on year has been this ever increasing medium that's never going to go away. In fact, it's going to be get even bigger and bigger you know we've seen it with reels and we, we had it obviously with stories and i'm going back into youtube a lot more i know you're on a on a journey of um doing great with your youtube channel to kind of continually growing it now um like a couple of questions just on on, on youtube like you know i suppose first and very simply do you feel youtube is a channel that every business should explore and start to make videos and and start looking at that as an actual as a channel that could actually open up new audiences exposed to what they do yeah definitely i mean youtube is the second largest search engine in the world behind mm -hmm. google and mm -hmm. google owns youtube so basically yeah. you're you're putting your business and yourself in front of millions of people who you would not have got in front of on some of the standard social media platforms because they don't appear in search as well hmm. everybody goes to google to look up how do i do this or where can i find yeah this or yeah. what can i what do i need for this and nine times out of ten then there'll be a video on the front page of google which will take you to youtube to watch and that's where the magic can happen because mm. if you can if you create content that speaks to your audience when they're searching for it on google your video is going to go above all of the ad spend that people are spending you know it'll go above all the big companies mm -hmm. and it'll be your video sitting there on the front page and people are going to click on it because they can see you as well so when you do a video you're there in front of people on the camera so they immediately connect with you as a human being rather than a string of characters that yeah. you know doesn't doesn't say anything really so mm -hmm. i definitely think that every business should have a place on youtube and lots of people have got the videos ready because they've been creating them for other platforms mm -hmm. so like you were saying you were sitting on the chair doing quick 60 second updates in portrait that's acceptable on youtube now because that's mm -hmm what they call YouTube shorts. So we have yeah. reels on Instagram and reels on now on Facebook. And then we have TikToks and we have Snapchat stories. We have YouTube shorts now, which are short up to 60 second portrait updates that are video content. So 
you've got a lot of people who already have the content they just need to know how to put it onto YouTube and how to set up their accounts and mm. and and do it, you know, with a, an intention, like with a goal in mind. I just realised, you know, with you mentioning that, Anisa, that I was way ahead of the game. Yeah, I was exactly. doing, I was oh, doing yeah. portrait back in 2016. Absolutely. So I it's mean, because of me, everybody. Yeah, it is. Well. I was they were checking they were checking you out i'm getting onto youtube can i get some compensation for that idea <laughs> but then again everyone is and, and we all know everyone is checking out videos on their mm. mobile phones they're either on yeah, a bus exactly. or yeah. they're on a train or they're mm. sitting you know uh, at lunchtime and they want to get away from the computer and the head goes down and yeah. they're yeah. going to check Check out Philip's shorts, Check which is it. quite worrying. Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's going to go on next in a pair no, of no, shorts. No, but do you know, like, like you were so right, Anita, like businesses, like kind of, we always hear the terms in social, you know, oh, have you got the right keywords for your mm. SEO? And, you know, if you drill into people who are sort of SEO experts, can, keywords become almost mm. like like a science and mm, you can yeah. get so confused as opposed to, listen, you know, do a search for maybe one of your client's problems, go on to Google, but also go on to YouTube. And mm -hmm. because the the content related or the search terms that you will find um, through suggested videos and suggested Google search terms can give you a whole host of ideas keywords for content that you never yeah. would have thought yeah, of you know absolutely um, and amazon's a very good source of keywords as well because mm. if you type in the search on amazon for like how to set up youtube there'll be books come up and then there'll be keywords related to those books and things good. like that so yeah, those yeah. All i was gonna say don't tell him that because he's always on the amazon app <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the with Amazon is that you tend to buy when you're on there as well. And that's the problem. <laughs> they make it yeah. so easy that bloom and buy now, and the little button oh. is moving, and my finger oh. is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> <Will I swipe? laughs> I'm going to so. tell Neve now. <laughs> oh, God. Neve, we won't be eating this weekend. I have to buy something. I bought something again on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keywords are very, very important. And, and mm. YouTube is um, as a great source for keywords. I mean, I use an, an app on YouTube to help me with my keywords called TubeBuddy. Oh, yeah, we know yeah, it well. We, we actually had, we Rob, it, yeah. we had Rob on um, oh, oh, two yeah. years ago. Two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Rob, Rob Alapsabas. Yeah. yeah. That's what, so, well, I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. when he was coming on the show, I said to Philip, you can do the intro. And he went, thanks. Yeah. I spent an hour practicing the pronunciation of, of Rob's surname. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, TubeBuddy is great. Um, oh, yeah. Vid, VidIQ is very good as yeah, well. Exactly. Like, they, they, you know, um, like I suppose on your YouTube journey, because I suppose like any social media channel, people can be really discouraged or get discouraged so quickly because, like, my son watches, say, Mr. Beast, and Mr. Mm. Beast has. I think it's like a hundred million and he'd be, he'd be sticking up, dad, look at this video. And it's got like 54 million views. Wow. But when you drill into it, it's a very inspiring story because he put up like a hundred videos when he started. And I think they were like getting some like 10 or 15, 20 views. Okay. And then he finally, he found a, a system. Um, but in your what, experience. What's the system? <laughs> Well, I watched that's, a video on that, actually, yeah. yeah. The video on how Mr. Beast became so, and it's the way he 
it's the way he tells his story and he has mm. lots of different interactions in his video, lots of different cliffhangers. And mm. But he spends a lot of money now on yeah. video creation. Millions on videos, so, yeah. Yeah, millions on videos. So you, like you say, you can't compare yourself to that. Mm. I think that's that's what a lot of people... And they, like, but then again, he had to start like well, we all first video start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah. My best performing video on my YouTube channel. I look at it and I, I just like, oh my goodness, do I actually? Did I actually really do that? You know. Like, <laughs> I, and and it's well, like, what is what is it? What is it? Well, it was. I discovered that you could do. You could put a link in Facebook stories without having to have ten thousand followers. Yeah, oh, and good. I yeah. did. A, I just jumped on, and I was sit downstairs at my at the dining table. We've got like a chandelier, so the light from that was there was shadows all over the place. The camera angle was I was looking down, so everyone was looking up up my face, and it was like oh, I'm not going to look double but chins. Yeah, double chins. <laughs> and but it's the it's my best performing video. It's had nearly yeah. two hundred thousand views, and wow. It did. Because you answered you answered a query, so you yeah. I, I discovered yeah. something, and I just shared it. And I actually watched that, and it actually is good because you, if you don't customize the link, then you can share it out on yeah, Facebook. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I've repeated those videos as the as the strategy has changed throughout yeah. the years, and they're all you know. And I think you have to start somewhere. Some of my videos don't get very much traction, but others mm. do, and I think yeah. you just have to. This is where does, you does it does it upset you if you think that was a really good video and nobody watches it. <laughs> um. I've learned to. not to spend too much time on my videos, actually, because yeah. I, I like them to be quite short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet, but more like natural and, mm. and a little bit like less, less scripted. Mm. I don't actually script any of my videos. I know what I want to say. I know yeah. what I want to deliver and I know the problem that I want to solve. And I just mm. literally just go in and do it. I do edit them, mm. but that's why I like live streaming, because... I don't have to edit it when it's live. Yeah, and oh, you're very brave. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, hat off. Something goes bang or the dog barks or, you know, it's, oh, well, it's fine, you know. And people so, react to that, I think, because, you know, it's normal life. You know, yeah. you're not picture perfect. Oh, the dog Do, do you like tell people before you're going live? Do you just say, oh, I'm going to go live at five this Thursday or something like that? Do yeah. You... I started a, a, a weekly show called The Digital Dots Live. So okay, I did episode 15 this week and I do that's on a Tuesday at one. So what I do is I, I pre-schedule it. So you can actually pre-schedule your live stream. So you can pre-schedule mm. it. So it shows up on your YouTube channel waiting. Mm -hmm. And then I email my list and tell them that I'm going to go live. And then I might talk about it in my groups and things like that. And yeah. I'm learning as well, because as my, as I get more people watching my lives, mm -hmm. there's more interaction and therefore I have to, like, for me, I'm learning not to get too tied up with delivering what I promised straight away yes. and to actually have a conversation and grow my community. So that's been a, a learning curve for me because my videos on YouTube are quite, like you say, quite short to the mm -hmm. point. Yes. And then live streaming is completely different. It's about community building. It's about engaging with your audience and mm -hmm. about answering questions and interacting with them. So so you you would say Facebook Lives are, are, are really you know, top tip for when it comes to engaging authentically, you know, yeah, as opposed definitely. to, yeah. Yeah. So, and then you're more likely somebody then will say, I'm going to get in touch with her now because, you know, she was straight up about yeah. X, yeah. Y, and Z, you know. Yeah. And if you want to, you can, like this week, I did the Facebook, my live stream, I used 
I, I use a live streaming tool. So I, I'm using wave.video, I've got a new one out and I'm using Restream. So I'm using the two of them together to multi-stream across to different platforms. And one of the things that I'm doing now is if I, if I talk about a particular subject in my live stream, I will do a short video as a follow-up so that if people mm. don't want to watch the whole, say, half an hour to an hour, because yesterday's mm. live stream was an hour long because people wow. were chatting to me. They kept mm. putting questions in. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I can't keep up with it. You know, so I just thought, okay, I'm going to do a quick little shorter video, but also what in YouTube and I think in Facebook, I'm not hundred percent sure mm. you can timestamp your videos. So yeah, you can actually put chapters into your videos. So YouTube especially have bought out an auto chapter system so they can actually, mm. they, they sort of chapterize your videos for you. But I actually go in after my live stream and say, you know, at, at three minutes, I discuss what we're going to go through at nine minutes. I show you how to do it, you know, and, and, that's quite handy because then when somebody searches for it on Google and it shows your video, it actually shows those segments of your video as well on that on this in the search, which is super cool Very because it, it makes it look, oh, this is interesting. So um Yeah, no, that, that sounds great because we um we had a content repurposing expert Amy Woods on mm. last year and uh and you're doing exactly that. You're kind of you're taking your live and maybe repurposing into mm. bite-sized other piece of content just to expand the the reach on that. So, uh, mm. so once again, I suppose for businesses who are kind of struggling to try and come up with content, I think that's is such a great strategy because if they've written a blog or let's just say they they did a video, maybe they could turn it into little mini videos or yeah. a blog piece or into tweets yeah. everything back you know so um and especially with reels and short videos sometimes i'll actually video a video so i'll use oh, my phone yeah. and video the key point of it and then just share that as a reel and say you know you can check out the full video on my youtube channel the links in my bio etc etc hmm. so that's another good way of of lots of us have got content like you say there's a you might have a blog that you haven't got a video for so yeah the wave.video which is one that i use a lot you can take your written content and put it into the editor and it will create a video from that written content for you is it easy to do yeah you just you can grab a couple of paragraphs and then you go in and it has like text to video option and you put the text in and it will use its ai to pull out pictures and videos from within their software Mm -hmm. and map it together to create a video for you and of course, you can go in and change the pictures and things like that if they don't quite match your demographic that you're. I'm sure there, and and if anybody's like me, sometimes go, oh, that sounds really complicated. Sorry, um, we, I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there yes. of how to do it well, on my channel. <laughs> okay, everyone over to Anita's after yeah. the show. Yeah, and we did not out. set this up. This is just purely organic conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a change. Um, but anyway, um, so like, it's great that. Okay, you say you do your live five, and then you want people to, you know, um, to find out more, um, you know, sign up here, um, and I'll send you the, the details, and you grow, say, your email list that mm. way. Um, what tips can you give in regard to making the most of your email marketing in that regard? Like, I mean, you know, people are going, oh, I have to. Like I was listening to a podcast and uh, the guy that was on is a bit of a, 
email fanatic, you know, mm-hmm. tech, that's his, his, uh, his gig. And he was saying monthly emails only allow you to get 12 times in front of that person a year. Mm. Then if you were to do it weekly, it's only 52 times a year. Mm. And he was advocating. And I thought, there's no way anyone's got time for this. He thinks you should be sending out an email every day. That's mm. you're going to get in front of them 365 days a year. And I'm going, I don't subscribe. You know, so I. Yeah. I, I would be just yeah. driving and demented with that. To be honest. I yeah. Think, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's it. I I think I don't like getting emails every day from somebody. So I just think to myself, would I want to do that to other people? But the argument that he has is that, because I think I've listened to that or Mm. I've spoken to someone that does that as well. Mm -hmm. They say that the more you go in, the more your delivery rate, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not all salesy. You like they're Mm. not sales. So I suppose Mm -hmm. if you've got an, if you've got an audience that you really engage with and they prefer to, engage with you via email then that's fine mm-hmm. but my audience like for example if I was to give you tips on email marketing I send an email twice a week to my list and I've okay. really tried to do that purely because the first one is at the beginning of the week and it promotes my live stream so it's like literally you know this is what's going on this week I'm going to go live on this day and then at the end of the week there's going to be a video about a b and c and then on the Friday I do a roundup so it's like a digital dots roundup and it literally is just what's been happening in the week. If anything news come out in social, so yeah, maybe yeah. Um, Instagram bought something out new out or I've heard something on Twitter and I'll just share quick little brief updates. Mm. And the reason that I'm doing that now is because number one, the people who are receiving the email, their email provider gets used to receiving emails from you. So that makes the likelihood of your emails going into spam less because okay they're used to getting the email from you. Hmm. And of course, I'm spending time just giving my audience a lot of value. Mm-hmm. And then when I do go to sell to them, they're more likely to open the email and read it than randomly yeah. once a month or you suddenly hmm. start. So don't have a long email. No, they're not long. It's not long. It's literally yeah. the first one is a link to my because a lot of email providers now will enable you to put videos into your email. So I can put a link from my YouTube channel into my email and okay. it shows the video. So oh, then you can good. click on it and it takes you to the video. And with the with YouTube, because you can schedule, they can click a little get reminder button and then they'll get reminded by YouTube that you're also going live, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um so that's that's the advantage that I would say. And then just my end of week one is literally, you know, you know, make the most of the weekend. Make sure you spend some time on your, you know, like having some downtime. And yeah. here's a couple of updates that you might want to check out over the weekend. Um, and I usually remind them that my video is there as well. Mm. And and that's it, really. So I think that's quite nice, actually, because then mm. people go. She's not too salesy rather yeah. than, you know, get my latest this, get my latest that. And you're going to go. I haven't got time for that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I always put a little PS like, oh, you know, I've got a YouTube challenge coming out in April if you want to sign up for that. Or are you in my community on Facebook? You know, you can jump in here. So just, but they're not selling. They're just like, you know, do you want to come in and have a chat with me in my community? Or, mm. you know, yeah. do you want to try something new? Here you go. This is what I'm going to be doing on this date. Yeah. And then, of course, I will do sales emails, but that's usually yeah. when I'm- down, down the road. A yeah, bit. down the road. Mm. and. I always like if you do like a lead magnet, like you said earlier on mm. with the freebie, 
It's yeah. always good to send them a sequence of emails after that, just giving them some tips in that's actually in the freebie. So like a little nurture sequence. Yes. Yeah. So that could be like over three or five days where you might send them. Like I've got one that's got 26 video ideas for reels and live streams and things. And then what I'll do is the next day I'll say, oh, you know, did you manage to open it? You know, what sort of ideas are you thinking of trying out? You know, hit reply and let me know. Then a couple of days later, I'll send them a little, you know, so you want to do your first video. So this is the equipment that you need. Let's keep it really simple. And I'll just give them a little list of things. So it's giving them value, but talking about the thing that they've downloaded. Like the way you were saying, you know, a few tools and tips to keep um, video simple, because I think that's where people fall down because they go, ah, here, that went over my head, you know. Um, I can't, I haven't got time to be looking for this. And then you go looking for it and then you get cold feet and you've spent the money and you go, well, yeah, that's yeah. in the box, you know, <laughs> stay in there. Yeah, the simpler, the better, basically. Yeah. And I do have a little Amazon shop, so I'll send them to the, the place that they can look for it. So just, you know, like a little ring light that you can clip onto your phone. Yeah. It's great for when you're doing sort of selfie videos and things like that, because it's always quite important to have the light on your on yourself when you're doing your your videos so if you can't face a window or you can't mm. get natural light then having an artificial light is always quite good so this one just yeah. clips on your phone and put you can put it in your handbag and or your or your there you go philip bag. you can put it in your handbag yeah or your rucksack my, in my jimmy <laughs> chew my jimmy <laughs> chew bag you know so or yeah, exactly. my, my gucci um <laughs> yeah um like and easy this has been a fantastic conversation um we've really enjoyed i suppose yeah picking your brain it, it just as we kind of come to a, a wind down um just in relation to email because myself and email you know a lot of business sometimes i say to us oh sure email marketing's dead or mm. you know we're like socialist where it's out but um like i suppose kind of quickly your thoughts like is email still a, pri- a key channel that business should invest in to just don't build your followers on rented land, as myself and Emer say on the channels, because algorithms can change. Yeah. And um, would you have a quick tip in relation to to get better open rates? Is it very much around that headline and, you know, try and craft something that's going to, I suppose, speak to your audience? Yeah, I think um, I think it's definitely still a channel that businesses should investigate and and actually jump into because like you say you know social media is rented land and Mm. when when it all went down at the beginning of the year Mm. nobody you know everything that you'd worked on was gone Mm. but if you had an email list you could have just sent them an email to say hey I'm still here you know if you Mm. if you need anything you can just shout back press reply Mm -hmm. I definitely think it's still important regarding opening rates I think just Sending a regular email will increase your opening rates anyway, because then they're used to hearing from you on a regular occasion. Headlines, I think it's, yes, you know, I wouldn't do like the clickbaity headline where they click on it thinking that they're going to get something different. I think just Mm -hmm. be honest with it. Uh, Highlight probably the the main main feature of your email in the in the title mm-hmm. i think that and you can use emojis you can personalize your title now with a lot of the new email marketing tools that i've got like i use ConvertKit, but there's loads out there isn't there mailchimp and all those sorts of ones you yeah, can actually yeah. put the subscriber name in the in the actual 
subject line Mm -hmm. and it pulls that up so that's always quite nice when they get an email like the subject line is hey Anita do you want to join me on my live stream you know rather than just saying my live stream starts at such and such so yeah or do you have a question you know so really sort of use something that speaks speaks to them them. yeah Yeah, exactly yeah Yeah. perfect perfect and I was going to ask you uh, Anita because um I I love the name digital dots because um can't have you got any you know um sort of word I keep saying we keep saying tips because you know it's like you know and um, people are always look, looking for tips they're always <laughs> I'm always looking for tips you know <laughs> um but um is there anything that you could maybe um guide people with and how to grow their business online going forward now especially in 2022 when everybody was like going oh I don't know where to start and you know and over the last 18 months because the pandemic you know you think you have to be everywhere yeah. you don't have to be yeah. everywhere no um are you thinking and saying get onto YouTube and then push out those videos, maybe through Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, and start to test to see what's going to work. Would that be? Yeah, I think so. I think when I, when I refer to your digital dots, it's like making sure that your workflow is connected because we're all digital. So those dots are super important. And what usually happens is that one of them is disconnected somewhere. So for instance, if you're going to start a YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. if you're going to put videos onto it, you know, you've got to make sure that those videos are able to take people somewhere. So mm-hmm. in other words, make sure the about section is filled out. Make sure your links are in there. Make sure the yeah. people watching the videos can actually connect with you and and interact with you and, and actually, if they want to, book a call with you and things. Mm-hmm. So those are the dots that I refer to is having those connections made so that mm-hmm. it works out. And I think choose something that you want to work on. Make sure it's in line with your business goals. So think about what you want to achieve. How can that being present on that platform, how can that help you achieve that goal? And if you think that it can help you, then sit down and work out like a strategy. Like I'm going to put a video up every week and this is what it's going to do. And in that video, I'm going to be asking them to do A, B and C, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just get that regularized and as a, as a as a sequence that you can pretty much they can rely on you coming back so they know that you're going to show up at that time or they know that you're going to get a video out once a week um and don't get overwhelmed by everything so like just look at the tech stack that you need and that tech stack will include those tools that will help you to connect those dots so Mm -hmm. if we look at generating a lead as, as an example try to understand how to use the platform that you want to be visible on try to understand the platform that's going to connect you from that platform to your audience so in other words the email marketing tool you can use different softwares to help you create the content so try to understand how to do those and if any of those tools so in other words so in other words focus on the one yeah right on the one get it right grow the audience on that one and Mm -hmm. then expand it because with youtube the brilliant aspect of youtube is that they don't mind you sharing their content anywhere Mm -hmm. so they make it easy for you to share it across all the different platforms and they make it easy for you to put their your videos on your website in your blogs even Mm -hmm. in your emails and you know links and things like that so i think as youtube as this almost like the cockpit that you can pretty much grow outwards from 
And that's like, if you think about that as being your main area to sort of start with, because even when you get to a certain level on YouTube, you have a community tab. So I can actually post into YouTube as if I was posting on Facebook. Mm. So you just work towards those things and um, start to grow your business out that way. There you go, Philip. You and your shorts, you could grow a community. I could. Yeah, yeah. definitely. My short shorts channel, you know. He's always on about his cycling shorts, but that's for another day, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I cycle, but not, not, not that sort of cycling shorts because I do BMX. So, oh, oh right. You're that's kind of another a, conversation. That's a different conversation <laughs> altogether. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Anita, it's been fantastic chatting with you. Um, thank you so much for all of your insights. It definitely um, has. Yeah. Um, we have to get her back, Philip, because, 100%, you know. hundred percent, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, like, before we sort of come to close, Anita, have you any plans or any new things you're doing this year? Or, and where would you like people to go and learn more about you? Well, I'm trying to expand my YouTube, so but also help others expand their YouTube. So I do have a YouTube challenge in April. So if you want to find out about that, then the best place is to go to my website, which is anitawong.co.uk. And, you know, it's in the it's in the navigation tab. You can sign up and join me on a three day challenge there. But we're just digging into like what you want your channel to represent, how to create your first video. Mm-hmm. And I'm sharing a little workflow on how to create your first video. So it's all very relaxed and things like that. So my my website is probably the best place and mm. you can book a discovery call for, with me on there. And, you know, there's lots of different yeah. ways for you to connect with me. Brilliant. So that would be the best place. So there you Fantastic. go, Philip. Everyone Fantastic. is going to be straight over to Anita Wong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. .co.uk, because the .com is owned by a dentist in New York. So it has ah, to be right. .co.uk. <laughs> but that's, that's no problem. Make sure it's .co.uk, everybody. You know, so. <laughs> or you'll end up having to go to the dentist. Yeah, you'll be getting your teeth out, you know. <laughs> uh, well, Anita... Thank you again for joining us today. Yes, indeed. Um, so when you come back, Anita, because I always feel that, you know, video is ever evolving. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I've loved every every second of it. It's been really good fun. Yeah, there you go. Well, you didn't scare her off, Philip, and that's the truth. No. <laughs> no, I think we'll get you back, Anita, and we'll talk 100% all about YouTube from beginning to end, you yeah. know, because uh, I think it's uh, an interest topic. So, uh, so, yeah, well, to all our valuable listeners, if you enjoyed today's show, you can catch it again and the other shows on the Let's Get Social Show podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, and of course on the Dublin South FM website. So do please download and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And all that's left to say is I've been Philip Twyford, digital specialist. And I've been Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media. And we'll see you again soon for more Let's Get Social. See you then. Bye. Bye.